0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker. Hey
1: guys, welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we owe you guys a, a little bit of an apology. A little bit.
0: Yeah, um, I owe the apology really because um, we actually recorded last week's show. We've we we'd done it, i edited half of it, ready for release um, and I just did not get chance to finish it. So very sorry that we didn't release last week when we really intended to. Um it's just one of them things. But uh we're back this week. We're already having technical issues. This is the second time we've recorded this week's version of the podcast.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I mean I mean I love I love all the tweets that we get. Where's the podcast? Where's the podcast? But um yeah, we're having some issues. So thanks everyone for your patience. Really appreciate it. Tom, without further ado, let's crack
0: on Premier League. Yeah, so we've got a full fixture list in Premier League Championship, League 1 and League 2 this week. Uh, we remember, If you remember from our last lot of shows, we've won five bomb-proof trebles in the last three shows, so we're on a really good run of form. Hopefully, we're going to continue that this week. Um, what better place to start? Coincidentally, the fixture list has lined up very well The first game on Saturday is West Ham against Spurs. Um, Obviously, Mourinho now in at Spurs, Pochettino sacked. Uh, They're 3 4 to get the win. Do you think Mourinho is going to give them the boost that they need to turn their poor season around? Are they going to win this game against
1: a struggling West Ham side? Yeah, you're right to mention that West Ham are struggling. No wins in their last seven games. Uh, They are the perfect opponent. Um, I almost feel like it suits. Spurs and Jose not being at home as well, uh, having that expectation on them. I, I think this will will suit them. I'm not a hundred percent convinced about player reaction. Obviously, you know Pochettino was like a father figure to some, and for some he was the reason why you know they weren't necessarily performing or pulling up any trees. I don't overly fancy Spurs. If I was going to go for anything. It would be sixteen to five, and that would be the draw.
0: Oh, really? Wow. Okay. I actually think the Spurs will win this one. Um, I think Mourinho, where, whenever he goes somewhere, is really good at kind of reinvigorating a dressing room, creating that um, kind of mentality of where he can turn things around. And I feel like wherever he goes, he gets that that, that new manager bounce that we so often talk about. Um, I can see the same thing here again. West Ham are kind of the perfect opponent, aren't they? They've not won in the last seven games, not kept a clean sheet in seven. So uh, despite Tottenham's struggles, with someone like Mourinho coming in, I really think they they can get enough of a boost um, in order to beat a struggling West Ham. Be interesting for sure. Great way to start the weekend. Absolutely. So the three o'clocks, we've got six of them. Arsenal, Southampton, Bournemouth Wolves. Brighton-Leicester, Palace-Liverpool, Everton-Norwich and Watford-Burnley. There's a couple of standouts here for me. I think it's probably worth mentioning Liverpool. They're 2-5 for the win away at Palace. Obviously, the price isn't very good whatsoever, as you'd expect for Liverpool. But 34 points out of a possible 36, you can't really argue with 11 wins out of 12, can you? So even though Palace can be tricky on their day, I think Liverpool should have more than enough um, to get the victory here. But the price stinks.
1: Yeah, same. same. I mean, the price is not as bad, but uh, you can find a similar story with Arsenal. Yes, Arsenal are in a little bit of a sticky patch as they <laughs> kind of always seem to be. Uh, but traditionally, these are the games that they win. Um, they haven't lost at home all season. Southampton lost four in a row and none in their last seven. And on the road, it hasn't been hasn't been pretty. Um, of course, you know, at home, I suppose you can say it's been even worse with that nine nil drub into Leicester just a few weeks back. Um, Arsenal, they are priced at nine to twenty. Fully expect them to go on and get the win. Yep, definitely. Um, the other standout
0: three in the three o'clocks for me is uh, Leicester their price that evens away at Brighton. I really think they'll get the victory. You know, they're so impressive, aren't they? Aren't they at the moment? Probably aside from Liverpool, the form side in the league. Currently sat in second. They've won five out of the last five games. Um, eight out of the last nine. the only loss coming to Liverpool where they went down two one. So um yeah I don't see why you'd oppose Leicester here, the form they're in. Against the Brighton side who you know they can cause teams problems. We saw they they beat Spurs the other week, um, but I think Leicester are going to have too much in the form that they're in.
1: Yeah, now I I agree with you. I I had Leicester down on my on my little tip sheet here, but for me I'm a, I'm a relative big Brighton fan in terms of what Potter's got on doing this season. Their, their home form's been really good. Away from home in their last out in, you know, they they scored at Old Trafford. I know United aren't what they used to be, but that's that's positive. They beat Norwich at home, they beat Everton at home, and even though it was, you know, a poor Tottenham side, they beat Tottenham 3-0 at home. For me, there's there's gonna be tough, and I just want the Profit Chasers to know that I think Brighton will will make it difficult. And it's certainly not gonna be 3 4 0. Uh, but, yeah, Leicester evens. It's hard to turn down.
0: Yeah, certainly is. Um, so anything else from those three o'clock games that we've not covered or shall we move on to the big one at 5.30?
1: Yeah, let's look at the uh, Man City-Chelsea game. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So how do you think this one's going to pan out? This one, it's got entertainment written all over it, hasn't it, this
1: game? Yes, yes, it has. One, one term, I think Fergie came up with this. I think it's called bounce-back-ability. Now, I don't know if it's in the Oxford Dictionary, but City have got it. City have got it. Um, Every time that they have had a disappointment in the league or Champions League or any kind of defeat, they have bounced back superbly. So they lost the Norwich game. They came back. They won 3-0 away at Shakhtar, 8-0 at home to Watford. Previously, obviously, they lost also at home 2-0 to Wolves. They bounced back by winning five in a row. Then they drew to Atalanta at- and then obviously coming off the back of that Liverpool defeat. I'm a big Chelsea fan this season. They're probably my favourite Premier League team to watch just because of all the young English attacking talent and um, you know Lampard at the helm, even though he went to Derby, and I'll never forgive him. It's great to see a young English manager doing that. For me, there's two bets that I would go for here. Both teams to score, four to seven. City still got huge problems defensively. And I would also go one further, and I would go for Man City to win and both teams to score. And that is, that is priced at six to four. And that, for me, is, is where your value is.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I can see why you tip that. I definitely think this is gonna be both teams to score. Um five out of the last six games for Man City have been both teams to score. Four out of the last five Chelsea games have been both teams to score. So plenty of form there. But I would actually take a punt on both teams to score draw, which is nine to two. Um I'd say that probably with about fifty to sixty percent confidence. That's just mainly because We've seen City have been defensively frail. They can be got at. We know, as you said yourself, Chelsea have got this vibrant young English attacking talent, as well as Christian Pulisic, who's doing very well. Um, and in their away games this season in the league, they've won five in a row. They've scored at least two against every single opponent. That includes a couple of fours and a five as well, away at Wolves. And... Um, you know, they beat Watford, Burnley, Southampton, Wolves and Norwich. So not the creme de la creme in the league, but you can only beat who's in front of you, right? And they've done so very impressively. So they're scoring plenty of goals on the road. Man City can be got at. I think Chelsea aren't going to sit back and let City come on to them. I think it's going to be an entertaining end-to-end game and Chelsea can definitely get something out of it.
1: And let's not forget, Chelsea a point ahead of City right now. Chelsea in third, City in fourth. So. Should Chelsea be the favourites? Who knows? (laughs) Sunday is an interesting game as well. Um, Sheffield United, Man United, Tom Pipkin, take it away. I mean, I feel feel like I know where we're both going to be leaning for this game, but uh, I'm really excited to hear it nevertheless.
0: Yeah, it's something that I definitely didn't think I'd be saying at the start of the season, but... I don't fancy Sheffield United to lose here to Manchester United. I really don't. Um, whether they'll win, they're 5-2 on the nose to get the win, 9-4 to four for the draw. I'm not so sure. Um, I'd go down the safety route of double chance here, so Sheffield United to win or draw. It's priced at 4-6. to six. I thought that was a little bit stingy, to be honest. But, um, you know, the form they're in, in fifth in the league, ahead of Manchester United, who are in seventh, We've seen how, well, they've already played against some of the top sides, drawing with Spurs, drawing with Chelsea, narrowly losing to Liverpool at home. Um, I think they'll be organised, it'll be a low-scoring game and uh, they can definitely take something from this, from this up-and-down Man United side. I really don't trust them this
1: season. No, not at all. And yeah, this, the, second, the second layer of my tips as well as sheffield united on the double chance is something you just touched on there under 2.5 goals four to six sheffield united have been really impressive of course they have and you know we're loving what we're seeing from them they've got the second best defensive record in the league for a reason uh, and they are in the bottom five or six of lowest scoring clubs so although they are very impressive they're certainly not you know a team that will win 5-0 4-0 3-0 um, it'll be really tight yes. i'm probably going to go for sheffield united 1 man united 0 i think really a 1-0 sheffield united wow yeah wow. i can see it i can see it i can see it. I can wow. see a 1-0 win i think you know there's the the whole country will be watching the Sheffield United fans will be right up for it, and and Uniteds. Uh, I don't see many characters in that side that can stand up to that kind of that kind of challenge. So Sheffield yeah. United for me.
0: Hopefully, it's John Lundstrom who gets the goal. So goal and a clean sheet for all those fantasy <laughs> footballers out
1: there who have uh, yeah. got him in our squads. You're going to chuck him on triple captain. I'd love to chuck him triple captain. <laughs> That'd be so brave. <laughs> <laughs> it would. It would. Uh, Monday night, one to watch from behind the sofa, probably from a gambling perspective. Villa Newcastle. Any <laughs> any inkling here?
0: Not for me. Um, I'm happy to leave this one out and uh, move to the championship. <laughs> As am I. Okay, so uh, from this lovely bunch of fixtures, I say lovely bunch of fixtures. To be honest, it's quite a tough week in the champ. This week, um, there's one which stands out in particular for me as a, as a real standout. It's Huddersfield at home to Birmingham, priced at 31 to 20 for the victory. Um, since the Cowley brothers have come into, into, in, into Huddersfield, they've had eight games. They were unbeaten until they lost to Preston away in their most recent game. There's absolutely no shame in that whatsoever. Preston high, flying high in the league in second place. And a lot of better teams than Huddersfield will lose at deep down this season. So that doesn't concern me. Um, what I do like is that in the four home games they've had since Danny Cowley's been in charge, they're unbeaten, winning two, drawing two. They've really solidified and starting to believe again following their disastrous start. And they've kind of got one of the perfect opponents really against Birmingham who really struggle away from home. They've lost the last four away games. They've got one of the worst away records in the league this season. They've got just six points on the road. Um, So I definitely think Huddersfield are overpriced here to get a win against this struggling Birmingham side.
1: Yeah, agreed. I think you're spot on there. Birmingham, for me, are in a false position. Very black and white. Decent at home. Shocking away. Honestly, I haven't seen our club Tom Nottingham Forest have such an easy game at championship level for for years really poor Birmingham side Huddersfield for sure let's have a look at the Friday night It promises to be a very entertaining game Fulham and QPR little little bit of London action here Fulham 4-5 draw 14-15 sorry 14-5 QPR 10-3 I'm going to ignore all that, to be honest, and just go down the goals route. Uh, Over 2.5 goals is one half of the tip, which is four to six. And the second piece is both teams to score eight to 13. As you can imagine from those odds, the bookies are thinking this will be a high-scoring game. You've got QPR, 16 games, scored 26, conceded 30. Incredible. Wow. And, and Fulham scored 24, a lot more watertight, conceded 17. But yeah, absolutely insane wow. numbers from these two. 70 goals have scored so far this season between the pair of them and 47 conceded. So it's going to be a very interesting game. Fulham tends to have their goals more in one kind of area. Mitrovic, 12 in 16. QPR, it's more spread out. Naki Wells, Hugh Gill, Easy, Ilias Chair. It's promising to be a good game, and I'd go for those two tips. Expect goals.
0: Yeah, and uh, QPR's long wait for a clean sheet rumbles on, doesn't it? 26 games in a row where they've not kept a clean sheet. It's it's quite a stat, that one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's absolutely unreal.
0: Um, One more that I. I say I really fancy here in the championship is Stoke. Can you really fancy Stoke? I'm not so sure, but I do think they'll win this weekend. They're at home to Wigan. The priced at five to six for the win. Uh, I mentioned Birmingham were a really poor travel inside. Wigan are even worse. They've got the joint worst away away record in the league alongside Barnsley. Just two points collected from their eight away games this season. Uh, Stoke, Seem to be getting a bit of new manager bounce. Michael O'Neill won his first game in charge two weekends ago. uh, 4-2, I believe it was, at home. It seems like he's restoring a bit of confidence to this uh, shot-stoked squad. And I think, like with Huddersfield, they've kind of got perfect opponents when you're trying to rebuild and start anew, really.
1: Yeah, yeah, perfect opponent. Michael O'Neill in uh win at Barnsley, you know, openly said, you know, I haven't even got started. I've had a team talk and, and that's it. And he didn't really take much credit, which shows that, you know, maybe the players needed that change. And, and now Michael O'Neill obviously has had Northern Ireland duties, but he will have had a couple of days on the training ground and, and you, you expect that win there. Let's talk about another win that we're all expecting. I think it would be very comfortable for one to two Leeds United away at yeah. Luton. Luton are in an absolute disarray right now. Just when me and you, Tom, thought that they might they might survive, and we thought you know they may may not find it easy, but you know put a bit of daylight between them and the relegation zone. It's it's not looking good for them. And and Leeds, you should see. A very comfortable win there,
0: yeah. Well, Luton are like a more extreme QPR, really. they they do score goals, but they concede way too many. Whereas QPR sometimes outscore the opponents, Luton don't. That seems to be generally yeah, well, the
1: way it goes. Well, you're spot on, you're spot on, yeah, you're spot on because they've conceded the most, they've conceded the same amount of goals, Luton and QPR, Luton 21st, QPR 10th. So, you're wow. spot on.
0: Wow. Uh, Okay. Any more in the champ for you or shall we move into League One?
1: Tempted to talk a little bit about West Brom to beat Sheffield Wednesday. Won't be easy. I do get sucked in top of the league at home, 10 to 11. I think that's a really good price. And Sheffield Wednesday, they're not here or there, are they? They're they're okay. And West Brom haven't lost to them in their last... Three encounters. So history would suggest that a baggy win is on route. Uh, Ten to eleven.
0: Yeah, I can see that one. Won't surprise me in the slightest. Okay, League One. Then take it away, Mister Walker. What have you got for me? well
1: I mean, if you if you predicted that Wickham would be top of League One with a three point lead. Yes, I know, Ipswich have two games in hand. At the time of recording, I would have told you, you are absolutely insane. I, uh, Wickham, they've lost one game. They've won 10 of 17. There's no reason why this can't continue against a bang average Doncaster side. They're not good, they're not bad. They're 12th, right in the middle of the, of the pack, pretty much. Wickham... Everything is going their way right now, and and I want to ride the wave. I want to I want to ride the wave. I do. Give me that surfboard. For for me, <laughs> Wickham thirteen to ten it is so hard to turn down. And and like I said, Doncaster, they have they have won you know three of their last six games, but only one of their last four. So they're coming off the back of a little bit of a slump their victory coming against Wimbledon in the um, FA Cup. So, league action has yeah. been even longer for them to get a victory. So, yeah, Wickham for me, 13-10. to 10.
0: Mm, Yeah, yeah, that one worries me a little bit, if I'm honest, a little bit. I think Doncaster are probably a little bit better than you might give them credit for um, in twelve. but they do have three games in hand on a lot of the sides above them. So... Uh,
1: yeah, they're if they were just... to win.
0: I know it's I know it's all theoretical, but mm. if they were to win three, for example, of say if they were to win win those three games in hand, they'd they'd go third, so I don't think yeah. it's all doom and gloom for, for Doncaster. No,
1: no, no. No, no, wow. no. It's not doom and gloom, but I think they're relatively average. They've got a couple of good players, Nia Lennis on loan from Wolves, obviously a good James Coppinger, um, you know Kaziah Sterling they've got some got some good young players and everything I just I just think they go into Adams Park's going to be pandemonium as it will be every home game now till the end of the season Mm -hmm. and I just want to ride the wave well may as well because you can get good prices like 13 to 10 for top of the
0: league is is a very good price um okay, moving on from from Wickham I like the look of Oxford away at South End the price at four to seven so you know it's not exactly the best price in the world, but it should definitely win South End are absolutely terrible. 22nd in the league, a minus 31 goal difference from their 17 games just five points. Uh, it's really quite damning isn't it when you think that Bolton started on minus 12. And they're now only four points behind South End with three games in hand on them. That is so poor. Um, Sol Campbell's come in, it hasn't really helped to turn the tide. So, <clears throat> Whereas Oxford, on the other hand, they're doing really well, actually. They're in seventh position. Uh, they're unbeaten in the league in their last seven games. So I think they should have more than enough to beat this South End side, especially when Oxford are scoring plenty of goals. Yeah,
1: 100%. I think there was a poll, a Twitter poll. And yes, I know they're not the be-all and end-all for feedback and everything like that. But they were, it was voted 97% of South End fans recognised their team as the worst in League One history. So... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say the fan base is overly optimistic, so... Wow. Yeah, Wow. Uh, completely agree. Oxford should find that very comfortable. Uh, anything else you like the look of?
0: It's not, it's not an awful lot that stands out, to be honest, in League One.
1: No, it's, the, it's, it's... Looking at the games, I think you've got to look at Fleetwood at home. I mean, they're 8-15, to 15, which is very tight for me. It is tight. It's tight. It
0: Fleet
1: yeah, would have been uh, shocking prices all season, to be honest. Yeah, I mean they're eighth. You know what I mean? They're not pulling up any trees. Uh, yeah, they've got a, a little bit of cash at this level, and and a high profile manager and everything. But that that's a shocking price. Uh, they're at home to a Tranmere side who are down in eighteenth in and amongst the relegation scrap. Fleet would have lost one game at home all season. Tranmere on the road lost five of eight. Should be a routine win for Joey Barton's boys, but dreadful price.
0: I've got one more which I do like the look of. It comes in the Peterborough against Burton game. Uh, I don't feel confident enough actually to tip Peterborough on the nose to win, um, even though they have been really good at home. I just think Burton are a bit of an unknown side for me. They they always seem to kind of surprise. They've got plenty of goals in them. I can never quite predict what's going to happen with Burton Albion. So I'd rather stay away from that. And in fact, I'd go for Peterborough to score at least two goals. Um, So that gives security if it's a really high scoring game, where it's two all, 3-3, 3-2 loss, whatever. In their home games this season, there have been nine games where they have scored over two two goals in all competitions, Uh, just two where they haven't. uh, One was on opening day against Fleetwood and one was a, a random game in the Football League trophy against Arsenal under-21. Arsenal under so in the league, they scored two or more in every single game apart from opening day uh, at home. So I think they can
1: definitely do so again. 100%. And just looking at, at the goals conceded column, you have to go down to find a team that matches Peterborough's 23 you have to go down to 16th. Every other team in the top 15 has conceded less goals than Peterborough. Mm. Remarkable stat. Absolutely yeah. remarkable. Yeah.
0: yeah, it is. Um, okay, anything else that you
1: like the look of? Or shall we move to No, i No, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, take it away. So I'm going to start off the League 2 tips with top of the league. Again, it's another good price for top of the league, Swindon Town. Evens at home to 14th, Mansfield. Obviously, on the surface of things, everything looks absolutely great and you know, top against a team that's below mid-table. You'd take that all day, Evens at home. Mansfield, if you look into their recent form, it looks promising but their victories have been against Burton Albion in the Football League Trophy, and they beat Chorley in the uh, FA Cup. They're the last two results uh, that were wins. And then previously, they drew 0-0 against Macclesfield, and everyone knows the troubles that Macclesfield are going through right now. That was a horrendous result for Mansfield. They should have been going in there as the Grim Reapers and Absolutely smashing them, but it didn't happen. Swindon did lose their last game out um, away, sorry, at home to Cheltenham, who we've now learned can play away from home as well as at home. Very weird kind of lineup here. Mansfield predicted to be a lot better than they were, but I think that Swindon will have enough at evens to get the job done.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree with that one. Uh, another team at home who I think have more than enough to get the job done are Northampton Town. They're on a really good run of form, actually. They've won five out of their last six games, scoring at least two on every occasion and keeping four clean sheets as well in that time. So that kind of run of form has seen them burst their way into the playoffs. They're in seventh place at the moment. And this weekend, they host a Grimsby Town side who are managerless. They've not won in their last eight games. Uh, and i definitely think considering the contrasting fortunes and form of the two sides that this is you know a, a lamb to the slaughter really here
1: yeah lamb to the slaughter is is a term that <laughs> that is is fitting it sounds very over the top but it it truly is it truly feels that it could be a a very dark day for sure Forest Green Rovers, let's talk about them. Second in the league, uh, I'm kind of looking towards the upper end of this league table. They're playing against a late and orient side that has just dismissed Carl Fletcher uh, after, what was it, 12 weeks? I don't know, something ridiculous like that. So, I, don't, Mark, I don't think it was even that long. Was I don't it think not they were near that long. It, yeah. it was six weeks, maybe? I don't yeah. know. The fact that we're talking about weeks is is quite frankly ridiculous. So, yeah, Leighton Orient in a little bit of disarray. they got a Forest Green side coming to town. Uh, last two results have been a little bit concerning for Forest Green, and I'm not going to hide from the fact that they lost 1-0 at home to a Plymouth side that is a bit hot and cold. Uh, the, I don't know how much I read into the fact they lost 6-0 away at a shocking Walsall side in the Football League trophy. And it mm. sounds kind of insane that I'm going to tip Forest Green. But if you if you dig a bit deeper, you know, there's a 4-0 win over Salford. There's a 2-1 win away at Cheltenham. Uh, there's there's enough for me to see that they can get the job done against a a Leighton orient team that, is you know one win in the last seven games uh, for me, yeah. Forest Green. It won't be pretty. It's not going to be easy, but six to four, I think you got to go for the away side.
0: Yeah, they do have the second best away record in the league as well. Um, so yeah, they seem to be better away than at home. Obviously, barring that six nil disaster, but generally, who knows what happened there? <laughs> Honestly. God knows. I know. God knows. It was in the it was in the cup, right? Wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was in the yeah. So paint. maybe they maybe oh, they what? played a
0: load of a load of second string players. Maybe that game. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Went out in the piss the night before. Who knows? Christmas yeah. party.
1: Yeah, yeah. Who knows?
0: Uh, I don't really have any more. I was going to tip for a screen myself, actually. So you kind of yeah. took my last one off me. Um, I was I was looking at crew who are priced at 53 to 100, so literally one to two pretty much. Uh, They're they're at home to Morecambe. They should win. You know, Morecambe have been struggling this season. They're 23rd in the league, crew of fourth. Uh, But Morecambe have been experiencing a little bit of a new manager bounce. They've only lost one of the last four games and by Morecambe's standards, that's pretty good. You know, beating Leighton Orient, beating Carlisle, drawing away at Crawley and just losing in the FA Cup away at Blackpool. So, that kind of form, even though Morcom are poor and Crew are generally good, that just worries me a little bit. But it wouldn't surprise me at all if
1: Crew won that match. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, morcom is a big, big period in their history, isn't it? Without uh, Mister Bentley, Jim Bentley. So uh, yeah, yeah. going to be going to be interesting to see how that unfolds. But uh, just to reiterate your point, I also do not have. Uh, a lot more to go off in League Two. I found it relatively tough, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Morkham as well. Derek Adams is their manager now. I think it's a pretty yeah. good appointment for them, considering yeah. he did really good at Plymouth.
1: Yeah, great appointment. Really didn't expect, no disrespect to Morkham, but I didn't think they would be able to uh, to pull that that kind of player in. but yeah uh, obviously they they've gone and pulled it off so yeah really good moment in their history and dare i say it feels like a bit of an upgrade
0: yeah yeah definitely definitely okay so we don't have any bombproof trebles really to recap from there's no point doing it for a few weeks ago i don't think so shall we
1: look at this week's bombproof trebles yeah let's look at this week's bombproof trebles so guys. If you are new to the show, this is the part where me and Tom put together our tips, research, insight, gut feeling, whatever you want to call it, into some trebles that we recommend that you back. We back our own bets, typically with £10 stakes, and we only want you to bet what you can afford to lose. So without further ado, Tom, um, you can go first, take it away.
0: So starting in the champ we're going to go for Huddersfield at home to Birmingham 31 to 20 then dropping into league 1 we're going to have Peterborough to score two or more goals in their game against Burton that's four to five and in league 2 Northampton town to beat Grimsby that's evens an example 10 pound stake for this one returns 94 pounds 32 pence and a 5 pound stake would return what what's that 47 quid
1: pretty much. That's massive. <laughs> I didn't expect it to be that much when you were reading it out. I really didn't expect that.
0: Yeah, oh. it's a good return.
1: Yeah, yeah, really good return. Wow. Well, you certainly found found some nuggets of value in there, I think it's fair to say. So, starting off in the Premier League, I am going to go for Leicester. Now, Leicester are away at Brighton And they are priced at evens. I'm also then going to go into League 1. And I'm going to go for Oxford. Oxford are away at Southend. And they are priced at 4-7. to And then I am going to go into League 2. And I'm going to go for Swindon Town at home to Mansfield. They are priced at evens also. Five point two eight to one means your ten pound stake will return you sixty two eighty five.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good strong treble again. That's two strong trebles. I think we've got
1: there. Yeah, for sure. So let's put together a joint treble. Tom, who do you want to nominate as your as your strongest? I'm going to nominate Northampton as my strongest. Right, so Northampton, yeah, Northampton at home to Grimsby. I'm going to nominate. Poor, I'm going to nominate Oxford. Yeah, okay, agree with that. Yeah, I'm going to nominate Oxford away at Southend, and then Tom, we can go for Leicester, Swindon, Huddersfield, or Peterborough to score there two or more. What are you feeling here?
0: Um, I, I, I don't mind. I'll leave the final decision with you. Make it out of either Leicester or Peterborough to score there two or more.
1: Okay. I'm going to go for Leicester. No. I've changed it. I'm going to go for Peterborough. Oh, God. <laughs> to score two or more against Burton Albion, do you mind getting the price together, Tom? Whilst I read it out to the profit chasers.
0: Absolutely. So the the price for Oxford was what four to seven? Did we say? Yeah. Um, okay. So that that
1: returns fifty six fifty seven. So fifty six fifty seven. Just to reiterate for everyone: Northampton at home to Grimsby, Oxford away at Southend, and Peterborough to score two or more goals in their home game against Burton Albion. Yep, love it. Yeah, good luck, everyone. Um, So that pretty much wraps up the show because there's there's no Premier, uh, fantasy Premier League to, to review because it's been internationals for the, the last decade.
0: Yeah, no, there's not, is there? So uh, if you have enjoyed the show, guys, please do review us on whatever platform you listen on. We'd really appreciate a, a rating or review for as a thank you for, for our time doing the show, we actually have got it out this week. So round of applause for us for doing that as Ooh,
1: well. Yeah. <laughs> and we. uh, and yeah, in addition, if you do want to extend your podcast experience, you can do so via social media. So T underscore FB podcast is our Twitter handle. That's probably the best platform. Uh, but if you're a Facebook kind of guy or gal, www.facebook.com/ Football Betting Podcast, and if you have any media inquiries, um, suggestions, whatever you want to put in an email, you can do so, footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com.
0: Yep, absolutely. So that wraps everything up. So thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you again next week.
1: Thanks for your patience, guys. Take care.